In this video, I'm going to share with you three shocking Bible facts about the Israel war that we see going on right now. And at the end, I'm going to share with you how you can be prepared for what's coming next according to Bible prophecy. And so let's dive right into it. The first fact that I want to share with you is that this contention that we see going on in the Middle East has actually existed from the beginning of Bible days, from the beginning of time. We can actually trace it back to the book of Genesis. In Genesis, it talks about how Abraham had two sons, one named Ishmael and one named Isaac. And Isaac was the son of promise that he promised the land of Israel to, right? That's the line of the Jews came through Isaac. But his other son, Ishmael, right? We can see that Muhammad, who founded the Islamic faith, he was a descendant of Ishmael. So the Quran, Islam, it was all founded in the spirit of Ishmael. And so I want to read you this scripture about Ishmael. This is Genesis uh, 16, 12. It says, Ishmael will be a wild donkey of a man. His hand will be against everyone, continually fighting, and everyone's hand will be against him, and he will live in defiance, open hostility against all of his brothers. And his brothers, what is that talking about? The Jews, the, the line of Isaac. And it goes on to say in Genesis 25, 18, it talks about Ishmael's descendants, how even, even through, through his line, his descendants, they were living in open hostility towards his relatives, towards his brothers, towards the descendants of Isaac. And so we can see that the Islamic jihad, this spirit of Ishmael has been around from the beginning of time. Everything, let me tell you, the answers for everything in the world you can find in the Bible, right? God is the one that said it. He said that Ishmael has this spirit, this spirit of contention, and you can see it in the Arab world. Many Arabs are direct descendants of Ishmael, and they carry the same spirit today that they want to destroy Israel. They want to destroy the Jewish people, and they are all about continual fighting. And I'm not going to get into, oh, you know, all the doctrines of the Islamic faith and all this kind of stuff. But if you know, you can do your research on the Quran. It's a lot about Ishmael. It's a lot about fighting, about war. And of course, I'm, you know, I know that not all Muslims are uh, for violence. Not all Muslims are for this type of genocide that we're seeing happen in the Middle East. Of course, we know that, right? There's many Muslims that are peaceable. But I say this to show you that this spirit of Ishmael that was alive in the book of Genesis is what we're seeing happening today. And, you know, I'll just throw this in as well. Not only that, but, you know, the Bible also talks about in the book of Daniel, it talks about the demon prince of the land of Persia. And it talks about this demon prince, this spirit prince of Persia actually blocked Daniel's answer to his prayer. When the Jews were in captivity in Babylon, Daniel was crying out with fasting and prayer day and night. And it talks about this spirit prince of Persia that was blocking his answer, that was blocking Michael the archangel from helping Daniel, from helping the Jews. And that spirit prince of Persia has not left the earth. That demon spirit is still in the earth today. And modern day Persia is, is Iran. It's Iran, and it's the same demon prince that is controlling Iran. Iran is the one funding Hamas, funding Hezbollah. They're the ones that are behind all of these attacks that they want to destroy Israel. They want to destroy the Jewish nation. And we can see this all dates back to Bible times. And so that's my first one. Second shocking Bible fact about the Israel war uh, is that we know the end. 
The end is that no one can take the Jews out of the land of Israel. When Israel was reborn as a nation in 1948, that fulfilled Bible prophecy, what Jesus said in Matthew 24, that the fig tree would be reborn. The fig tree was a type of Israel, right? And it fulfilled also this prophecy I'm going to read you in Amos 9. Amos 9, 14 and 15, it says, and I will bring back the exiles of my people Israel and they shall build the waste cities and inhabit them and they shall plant vineyards and drink the wine from them. They also shall make gardens and eat the fruit of them and I will plant them upon their land and they shall no more be torn up or uprooted out of their land, which I have given them, says the Lord. So this is powerful. God is promising in his word. And we know that whatever God promises comes to pass. He said that no one, when I restore Israel, which we've seen happen in 1948, when he does that, he said, no one will ever again be able to uproot them from the land that I have given them. No one. And we see all of these nations and in the Bible prophesies it, you know, Zechariah 12, it says similarly, Zechariah 12, verse three, it says on that day, I will make Jerusalem an immovable rock. All nations will gather against it to try to move it, but they will only hurt themselves. Keep an eye on what's happening in the Middle East and watch and see. These nations that are aligning themselves against Israel, against the Jewish people, they will not prevail. They will only hurt themselves. That's what the Bible says. And the Bible also says those who bless Israel, God will bless. But those who curse the Jewish people, God will curse them. And you'll see whatever a nation, whatever nations align themselves against the Jewish people, against Israel, God said that he would curse them. So we're going to watch how this unfolds. But one thing I can guarantee you is that no one and no thing will be able to uproot the Jews from the land of Israel ever again. And we're going to see it happen. We're going to see Israel continue to prevail. Yes, there's going to be attacks. Yes, there's going to be many wars made on Israel in the end times that were prophesied. But Israel will prevail. And so here's the last one that may shock you more than anything. I know it shocked me. The third shocking Bible fact is that Hamas is actually in the Bible. Is it, is it possible that God prophesied this? All of this was actually in the Bible before it even took place. Well, Genesis 6, 13, it says this. Then God said to Noah, the end of humanity has come before me for the earth is filled with violence. And that word violence in the Hebrew is the word Hamas. God said, God is telling Noah, the earth is filled with Hamas, with violence because of people. And behold, I am about to destroy them with along with the earth. So this is what caused God to destroy the earth with a great flood was this Hamas violence. And we're seeing it today, folks. This is, this is huge. And why is this important? Because in Matthew 24, verse 37, Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the son of man. Jesus was prophesying about his second coming to this earth. Jesus is coming back to this earth. And he said, what, how can you know that we're living in the days of his, of his second coming? It's going to be exactly like the days of Noah. In the days of Noah, there was Hamas violence taking place. And God said, I am coming to judge the world. 
And that's what you have to understand. And this is why I want you to listen to what I'm about to say. I'm about to tell you how you can be prepared for the second coming of Christ and what is coming next according to Bible prophecy. Because there is judgment coming to this world. When Jesus came, he, he came announcing the year of Jubilee, uh, announcing the time of God's favor. Right now, we are in what's called the church age. We are in the time of God's grace, of God's favor, where he's not counting people's sins against them, but he's reconciling people to himself through his son, through what Jesus did. But let me tell you this, the second time Jesus comes to this earth, he's not coming in grace. He's coming to execute judgment upon mankind. And it's not going to be a pretty sight. The Bible says it's going to be the great and terrible day of the Lord when Jesus is coming to execute judgment. And you need to be ready for what's coming. You need to live every day ready for the second coming of Christ. And I want to tell you that there is a way that you can escape the judgment and the wrath of God. But there is only one way to escape. And it's through what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross. The Bible says that when Jesus died on the cross, that he bore the judgment of God and the wrath of God in our place. You know, I don't know about you, but I've made some mistakes. We've all made mistakes. The Bible says that we have all sinned. We have all fallen short of the glory of God and we all deserve wrath. We deserve the wrath of God. We deserve the judgment of God. We deserve eternal hell. And that's the reality that we all deserve. But here's the good news is that God loved you so much that he took on human flesh and he actually took the penalty. He took upon himself our sins, your sins, everything that you've done wrong, the guilt, the shame that you feel for all of the ways that you've, you know, you've messed up, you've made mistakes, you've fallen short. Jesus took it upon himself when he died on the cross and he paid the penalty that we deserve. He took the death we deserve. He took the judgment that we deserve. He drank the cup of God's wrath that you and I deserve because of our sin. But I have good news for you folks. Until Jesus returns to execute judgment, we are still living in that time of God's grace. And right now we have a window of opportunity that you, whoever you are watching this, you can repent today. You can turn to God and you can receive the free gift of salvation, the free gift of God's grace, where you can receive total forgiveness for all of your sins and that you can know you are at peace with God. And that when Jesus comes back to this earth, he will find, find you ready find you washed clean in the blood of Jesus Christ and wearing the garments of righteousness that he purchased for you but you have to receive it it's not automatic and there are many people who will be caught by total surprise at the second coming of Christ and they will find themselves not ready to meet the Lord but that doesn't have to be your story God is calling you back to himself today today is your day to make peace with God don't put it off another moment we are seeing the signs of the times. Jesus could return any day now. There is nothing left for, to be fulfilled in Bible prophecy for Jesus to return. We've seen it all. We've seen it all. And the next event on God's prophetic agenda is the return of Christ and the rapture of the church. And you need to live every day ready. So if you're watching this and you want to make sure that you have peace with God, that you're ready for the second coming of Christ, I want you to pray this prayer with me. I want you to, to cry out to God from your heart. Say this prayer from your heart. This is not a religious recital. I want you to pray this prayer and come back to God. 
And I want you to just bow your head wherever you're at, close your eyes and just repeat after me. Say, say, dear heavenly father, forgive me of my sins. Come into my life. Jesus, I receive what you did for me. I receive the price that you paid. I believe that you died for me and that you rose again for me and that you're coming back again for me. Lord, wash me in your blood and fill me with the Holy Spirit and give me power to serve you all the days of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. And if you prayed that prayer, I wanna tell you that God has forgiven you of all your sin and you have peace with God. And if you prayed that prayer, I want you to let me know. Faith has action. So I wanna encourage you to act on what you just did. If you prayed that prayer, I want you to comment down below on this video. I want you to comment amen, or you can comment, I just prayed the prayer. But somehow I want you to let me know that you prayed that prayer with me so that we can continue to pray for you. We can continue to believe with you that you're gonna walk out your Christian life and that you're gonna stay faithfully serving the Lord until we see him come again in Jesus' mighty name. This is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.